It's a new year. It is 2024. This is No Words Bars, episode number 71. Theme song. Wow. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. This is a new episode of Nowhere's Bar Podcast. It is your host, Mo, joined by my man Chris Mack in the ATL. Man, I am happy it is 2024, bro. Man, New Year, more chaos, man, more bullshit, man. This is, man, what, what a way to start off the first two weeks of 2024 with niggas getting exposed left and right. <laughs> uh, in multiple industries, yes, you know, it it that could range from you know j- just comics being corny to mm-hmm. to dudes being fucking you know coons, yes, to oh or, or to to men being uh you know sex pests or sexual abusers, you know, because we 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 got multiple lists dropping soon. Or dropping already, so you know. Oh it, man, it's, it's a whole lot of bloodletting in January already, man. Yeah, we're ten days into the year. Yeah, man, uh, it's uh, it's a lot of uh, violence going on in the media world, man. It's it's very interesting, especially the sports media world. Um, surely right before we even started recording, man, we uh saw the Stephen A. Smith uh his little uh rant on his show on YouTube. Towards uh Jason Whitlock, man, and oh my lord, Ooh, man, Ooh, man, they needed the ether theme. Yeah, it needed, that it, one, man. It needed some fet flex bomb drops as well. Um, yes. I, I, I just know that Steve Steven's going to get a standing ovation when he heads to work again tomorrow. <laughs> Friday, like, right. That 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 the folks are just going to be beaming. Uh, just 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 happy to see if that he got that shit off, man. And he had to yeah, he had yeah. to really preface it a lot by apologizing to family, apologizing to colleagues and friends about this, uh even even apologizing to his pastor, you know, because he was letting it ring. He was calling with like all types of bitch bitch and pieces of shit and fat bastard and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and along with just destroying him on a professional standpoint, let alone yes. a personal one. Uh and just say that, well, yeah, your, your career's down to shitter, man. Well, I'm getting this money. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was it. <laughs> Dog, this, like, I mean, and, and honestly, though, it, it's, you know, I think Stephen A. Smith, he's, he, he's pretty good at reading the room. Um, You know, at this, right now, it seems that, you know, it, unless you've been under the rock, there is um, what really has been setting the, the sports media world on fire, especially in the past few days, is um, Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, making some 
rather interesting accusations to people on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN. And um, to pretty sum it up pretty much, uh, I'm just going to be flat out and say that the privilege exists. And, you know, if you remember anybody listening remembers um, the whole fiasco with the Jamil Hills and uh yeah. carry carry champions and 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 uh michael smith's you know um, Jabelle, Jabelle is actually responding about it right now on yeah Twitter. yeah yeah i i and would imagine what was would imagine then, so. you know what became the undefeated you know before and you know whitlock yes. wanted to be a part of that or wanted to have that and they did not want to fuck with him whatsoever no, nah, nah man know? like everybody saw that coon shit from a mile away dude man like that he whack. He whack as hell, man, for that shit. Whack as hell for if that Clarence shit. If Clarence Thomas did not have a job as a judge in alter universe, he would be chasing Whitlock. Hell yeah, man. Uncle that, that, that's that's, that's, that's flesh. how reprehensible that motherfucker is. Yeah, is man. Garbage. Trash. Garbage juice. Basura. He's all of that, man. It's 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 uh gosh i mean good for Stephen a smith man to get that stuff off his chest man because it just seems like it's been a get you off your chest fest out lately i mean we're not gonna we're not gonna talk really much about it on here but i mean i'll profess preface it with cat williams interview on shannon sharp's uh show uh and how that has uh pretty much lit the whole uh, comedy world on fire for, for fried fried everyone i mean you know? it is it is cooked and ready served um on a platter for everybody uh and and there are even people who were even mentioned and they getting fake offended and putting what if situation scenarios it's wild man it's wild out there man so you know you uh like i said you have these you know sports personalities they're doing these having these beefs and yelling and ranting and all this other stuff and then not only do you have chaos in the sports media you also got chaos in the football world too uh more specifically uh nfl um a lot of stuff going on and it really in college football too but but specifically with the the nfl um firings that has you know black monday you know, some a couple of them were expected in, in long, way longer overdue, and then others it was like a huh? Um, you know, could hey, shout out to Washington. Uh there is no more mm-hmm. Ron Rivera. Um I'm really happy for Washington uh for them and then and then oh, they, also, everything around too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause then also now in order to search for their new Coaching and then GM whatever uh, GM also or just a coach. Um, I think it was just a coach search, and then they got Bob Myers, former yeah. GM from the, from the Warriors. <laughs> he's he's like on a advisory kind of type of thing for that. Like Washington trying to bring out the big guns, but it's going to be interesting though how his input in, is in there, man. Um, I, yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know what exactly his input how much coming from the NBA side, but um, it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, you know, we know about Bill Belichick. Um, chances are he's out of there um, or is out of there. Really, there's no chances. He probably is out of there. Um, we also got Atlanta. Our, 
Arthur, man, out of there, man, in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, that, that was going to happen. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a couple of them were long overdue. Like him and 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 Rivera. Like those two, it need to happen. But then you get to the head scratchers and Mike Vrabel in in uh, Tennessee. I don't think anybody saw that coming. <laughs> um, I, I don't maybe know. outside of people in Tennessee. Um, maybe outside of people in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Because I you think know, people they, they underachieved. Inside. Yeah, they underachieved a lot. But it from outside looking at us, it's like they have good seasons, better than you were yeah, before. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I know for a fact that I. I did not see that coming. And then I found out also Derrick Henry is a free agent and chances are he's not coming back to Tennessee. So, I mean, mm. um, and, and then then Tennessee fans, they're like, they hell no to another year at Tannehill. No more of that. Yeah. Um, so you put all the, those factors out there, man, and that's it's, it's a new era in Tennessee. And then don't forget, they got a new stadium that's being built. You know? No, is that uh, so? Yeah, I remember. Well, from from what I recalled, they was going to do it. I, I got to double check to see if they actually started breaking ground on it. But but uh, there actually were plans. I do remember that um, they wanted to um, you know build build a new uh, stadium for them. And I remember when that happened, there was some type of a rumor going out that um, SummerSlam was supposed to be at this Tennessee stadium whenever it opens. Um, I remember it was like sometime last year there was some type of rumor or a supposed leak or something like that, but I don't know the how valid the validity of that. Um, but it was somebody that I think one of the guys, one of the owners of uh that's building the, the new stadium um uh, for yeah. the Titans, he had mentioned that in the interview about WWE and SummerSlam and ten- well and then yeah, so you know so, yeah. yeah, I was like, they just had had the they show. Just had, they just had a ago. show over there, yeah, not too long ago. So, um, you know, they 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 got that going on, and then uh, Seattle, Pete Carroll, um, he's out of there. Um, you know, as you coined it, a soft firing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there there's two of them for sure. You know, <laughs> you know it was, uh, that's definitely a soft firing there. Right, right. You know, so it's, you know, in the NFL world, like that's, that's right there. And then for my Giants, I mean, we may lose Wink Martindale, um, because him and Dable do not get along. Um, something that was long reported, um, about um, I want to say about a month or so ago, um, but didn't really get a lot of treadway into the, the media about it, or it was kind of like downplayed. But now that everything is, you know, the dust is all settled, the season is done, and now, yeah, everything is coming out. So who knows? We may um, – there's a lot of good coaches out there. And you got Pierce, Antonio Pierce. Uh, I don't know if the Raiders are going to – the Raiders, uh, they should have kept him. But I, he's going to do his due diligence to take interviews. Who knows where he turns out to next. Um, then, you know, that's – that's just the nature of the NFL. Like you said, man, Black Monday, you know what, how that is. And then you also got uh, college coaches leaving, too. You got Nick Saban. Like, he's, oh. yeah, he's I mean, conveniently, that, that, that's not getting top, you know, he's conveniently retired. Retired. 
I, I think I, there were some quotes in between some of that too. But yeah, he's retiring as Bama head coach. It this is really sits shockwaves across the SEC, um, and especially for the the Bama program because it's very likely that some of these players or some of these initial recruits are going to jump ship to go elsewhere. Uh, I don't know where, but right. I mean, if Deion Sanders have enough juice left in him after this disaster season that he had, he's probably going to recruit some more players. Yeah, <laughs> He's trying to go get that O-line. <laughs> and also, don't be surprised if Harborough, he, he leaves. Oh, I mean, he went out on top. I mean, that's what yeah. they do. Them Harbor brothers, yeah. man, all oh, they yeah. know is success. No, any means <laughs> so, how they get it. They, yeah. they did it. They got away doing that shit that Sean Payton couldn't. So, you know, they did their thing. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 man. They got that street smart, so. <laughs> they do. They do. I mean, hell, you know, at least they're not pissing off the quarterbacks and shit and, and, yeah, and at, making them one leave stuff, you know, like Sean Payton was doing. I mean, it's. <sighs> hey, listen, Russell Wilson. Even though they're the rival, him going to the commanders and coming back home with Bob Myers at the helm, damn, I'm like, yo, I, I just got a salute. I'll be like, congratulations, your rebuild starts here. Y- That's y- right. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That would be something, man. That would be something. I mean, I even though, like I said, they're my rivals too, uh, but I, I think that would be a good look. That would be a good look for if they're going to really usher in a new era over there in Washington. Um, that, then I guess you do that, you know. But that's it's depending on him whether he wants to do that move. But it would be um, from a from a, a, a storyline and media standpoint. Yeah, that's that's that would be a good look for Washington. Who knows? I mean, hell, we got to look for another quarterback and and a running back also. So, because um, I don't think there's any way we're keeping Saquon. Saquon is like, all right, listen, fuck the franchise shit. Like, it, like the JD. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the frail shit. No, fuck the franchise shit. Um, no, you better pull up with that Brinks. And they're going to use the scales that they use the way to Wells with. But, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, they, they, yeah, we're not we're not going to be able to to keep Saquon. So I I don't know I don't know what's going to happen um, even with us next season, and uh, it, it's I don't know you know we're going to see. But all that offseason stuff could be moved on until you know in the future. Uh, but right now there there is some playoff there is some important games actual NFL games going on playoff games so the, the the crazy wild card weekend games um i know you got one game in particular you're looking forward to yeah so, man it's gonna be the first cowboys game i watch all season yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but that that uh, that and honestly it's two games I'm, I'm looking forward to watching because dolphins play the chiefs um you know that's my dad's team the dolphins but I, I have some family members that root for the chiefs because of you know the relationships and stuff like that so that should be pretty interesting. Um, uh, I, I don't know that that could go either way. Now it's like it's not really a, sh- a surefire conclusion that the Chiefs is going to win this. No, no, you know, and, no. But Mm-mm. with the Dolphins, uh, they don't really beat teams that are over five hundred like that for real. It's been a bunch of pig cans. They only got one lucky win against Dallas. Yeah, that's fine. Dallas, you know, they need a wild card. I don't understand why. Division winners 
or in wild card games, but you know this this is their playoffs, not mine. But uh, <laughs> right, you know, it, but the Packers, you know, the Packers has been in the Achilles heel for Dallas for years, but that was also Aaron Rodgers' years. You know, they they still got what Jordan Love there as their quarterback. Yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, it could. Uh, this is another game that could go either way, but its history has not been kind to Dallas. No, post nineteen ninety five when it, when it comes to the playoffs. So, no, uh, you know, uh, until they can get into the NFC Championship, you know, it, it's always going to be doubts about them. Yeah, Eden. Plus, you know, this being the first time that y'all guys have played against each other in playoffs since the infamous game. You know yeah. the game. You know that game. I ain't even got to say it. Uh, you know that game. The, 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 yes, yes, the game that Des Bryant and the CTE where it flares up. Is it a catch or is it not? Which, yes, it definitely was was a catch. But, you know, I, fuck it. That, that it is what it is. Aaron Rodgers got his karma all these years later. So, you know, it is what it is, you know. Uh, and hopefully, you know, Dallas can get the revenge. I mean, honestly, Dallas, I, I've noticed that Dak – uh, he said that he was going to throw ten, 10 interceptions this season, and he did. It's actually probably by the numbers, it's probably been one of his better better years. But knock on wood, yes. Yeah. Will he show up when it matters the most? And this is, and, and that's something that you know has yet to be addressed. He fucks up here. That's it. It doesn't matter oh. how well he did in the regular season. Oh no, no. Listen, y'all lose. Against Green Bay, um, Dak is not coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah. McCarthy is definitely not coming back. No, uh, no, he, he won't. No, nah, J- Jerry's Jerry's going clean house, he, man. He really has his hand hovering above that red button right now. Um, may, maybe not close as close to it, but it, it he has his hand high high above it, just ready. Um, so, yeah, depending on how. That goes with y'all. That's that's going to be pretty interesting to see. Uh, But to add on to what you were speaking about, the Chiefs and the Dolphins, um, definitely could see the Dolphins winning that game. Um, Texans and Browns. That is, ooh. Hey man, I, I, I'm on I'm on the Stroud train. So yeah, I was about I, I'm to say, you know what, Texans. I'm rooting for him to get. Let's let, let Houston get one and. You know, it, it's a way to also shit on Deshaun Watson, even though he's not playing this season. Just be like, hey, fuck you, guy. We got that is, it Hey, you. that's right. <laughs> You're right about that. Never mind. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, there's a story Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, go, Texas, you have to, watch, you have to watch, watch them lose in Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't do anything about it. That's the, yeah, that that's, it's a cold game, man. Mm. You know, I like that. Yo, Steeler, the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers are in the playoffs is unbelievable. Steelers are going to win. I'm calling yeah. it. Steelers are going to win. Uh, there's just something about defense. Hey, man, Mike Tomlin, man, he, he be doing things to the Steeler team that no coach should be doing. And you know what? Yeah. He doesn't still get enough respect. Which he is crazy. Not, he doesn't. Well, listen, let's, let, let's be honest here. If there was a coach, if Dallas, if there was a Dallas Cowboys coach that's doing what Mike Tomlin has been doing, like literally his whole coaching career, a whole time with with the Cowboys, if somebody did that, it wouldn't get like 
it would be the headline in 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 every on Sports Center every fucking week, man. I don't. It would, I don't know, man. Because uh, I still see Pittsburgh. Uh, Dallas is the legacy franchise in the yes. NFL, but Pittsburgh is another legacy franchise. In, you I, know, in Dallas. I I get yeah, it. it. I don't think he would still get that plot. It's mainly because he's a black man. That did too. But that's it. That's it. <laughs> but you know that that's the that's biggest it. one because Levy Smith is putting in work. Yeah, he is. That is true. He's, that is he's very putting true. in work. Yes. And you know, and of course, he's not <laughs> getting the plaudits, bro. No. I would kill to have Mike Tomlin as the head coach for Dallas at this yeah. point because he took so much shit with the Steelers teams for the last what three to four years and still made them a a team that can win yeah. with nothing. But that that when goes Ben Roethlisberger ankle dangling off the bone. <laughs> he still was able to push them <laughs> to have nine, ten win seasons. Yeah, yeah. You know, and at least get them to the first round of the playoffs. I'm like, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for that. I, I don't I, really I, fuck with the Steelers in general. No, I but know. with Tomlin, all my respect. Yeah, I wish he would be he would be somewhere. You know, and get a, get a different challenge. You know, I won't say you get respect anywhere else, but just get a different challenge just to just to build that resume even more. And, you know, but and for me, like he, he would have been the perfect coach for Dallas at this juncture right now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I know it, it, it's I just feel that it's remarkable. It's really remarkable how you could be a coach in any league, not not just NFL. And I know that NFL schedule makes it possible for this to happen, but even in some, regardless, mm-hmm. just yeah. like to have sixteen straight winning seasons, like you never had a losing season. That's crazy. Uh, oh man, you know that's a stat that you hear. You know, sometimes in sports you hear these crazy stats that happen, like nineteen sixty and seventy or some shit like that. Like that's a stat that you would hear. You would think you would that would exist like back then, before there was like expansion of so many teams where you only was facing a limited amount of teams and you could feasibly have those amount 15, 20 winning seasons in a row because the competition your your team just rival just is like levels above everybody else. Like and, and Pittsburgh always has. They always been a a well oiled machine anyway in the sense that they have they they just run things a certain way with them. They have a certain a they have a blueprint for success for how they do stuff with with their organization and it works. It just works no matter what. They they draft well. They the defense you know they they quarterbacks you know I know they're they you know they're very big on their quarterbacks too. Um, but mm-hmm. they they're always hard nosed, hard hitting defense in your face, and and they'll run you over, and they'll run you over. Let me not forget the the, the running backs that they've had, or the halfbacks that they have had in the, in their um, in their history. So, um, I mean the steel curtain. I mean we could go on and on about the Steelers, but uh, fact of the matter is they're going to win against the Bills. Um, yeah, that's, that's just my gut feeling about that. Rams and Lions. Um, you know what? Detroit win. Go ahead, Detroit. Win your game. Beat, beat the yeah, Rams. Yeah, man. I'm rooting for Detroit there, man. Beat, beat, you know, they beat need the Rams. something to, to cheer for, man. They need something to live for because Pistons ain't doing that. No. 
No, no, no. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. That's. They also have a coach that, but we'll, in the second, I'll mention about that. Um, but uh, and then they get the last game, the Monday night game, um, Eagles and Buccaneers, which is going to be a very interesting game because um, from the stat that I saw for the Eagles, they are one in five in their last six games heading mm. into the playoffs. Yes. Um, it's, I, I know it was only the last game of the season and they want to rest players and whatever the hell is. Uh, but there's still no way they should have lost to my giants. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and for whatever reason, the giants felt extra motivated to win this game. I'm like, whatever guys. Um, I guess, yay, you know, whatever. Um, uh, you know, that, that the season's over and done with, but, uh, I also want to mention that I was, a bit right with the pre, like the preseason uh, standings that I had, the predictions that I had in my mind. Um, really, the only difference yeah. is that you and you and Philly flopped uh, one and two. Uh, yeah, you guys, we had to win the division, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't get that wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one one win separating you guys got that right. Um, we won three games, except three games in division. I thought that was going to be enough for my Giants to get in, and apparently not. But it's fine. It's fine. You know, um, but still, I think that that game, man, the Eagles and, and Buccaneers, uh, I'm going to say the Eagles are going to win that. I think the Eagles right the ship, and they win that game. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a close game. I'll say that. It's going to be a close game. It may be a game that comes down to a last drive or something like that, but the Eagles are going to win it um, in the end, I believe. Uh, I, I just I just have that gut feeling that they're going to be fine. Um, but it, it's like I said, Eagles fans is going to get a little bit hairy, though. That's that's just how I feel about <laughs> it. You know, but regardless, at the end of the day, I still got Baltimore in the AFC going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, the NFC, I don't know. I don't know. NFC is a little bit. I, I got to see how stuff works out. Excuse me. Um, for that, because I know everybody's on the 49ers train, but uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things where a hot team, the teams, that's just the momentum, you know, that. So see what happens with that uh, unfolding in the next two weeks. But yes, but um, definitely it, it's, it's, it's fun, man. Beginning of January, it's just a lot of things that happen at the right time. Um, we got also, then we also got like all-star. I forgot about that when we was talking about the NBA uh, the All Star. Um, we, we'll talk about oh. that. They got the All Star voting too in there. Oh yeah, I, um, I, I forgot to vote. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Uh, don't, is he still don't open? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm gonna admit, I did not vote. Um, I'm sorry, my bad, NBA fan. I, I have not voted yet. Um, for I, I was going to go to vote once and just make my contribution. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. But yeah, um, but definitely, uh, uh, I'm not surprised with the, the numbers, too. Anyway, um, from what I saw the other day, the leading vote getters, uh, shout out to, um, you know, shout out to Halliburton. Halliburton, I saw you. I saw, saw, saw my dude Halliburton on there, man. Um, yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, though, man, he, he's, he's going to miss some time. Hopefully, he's be good. You know, I know. That was such a scary injury. It looked crazy, man, and and it's unfortunate yeah. that that it, it's 
it's a lot of injury him and jaw too you know the season ending oh, injury yeah um it's kind of wild how how that's turning out man but uh but but you know like i said i i think the all-star thing it's it's i don't know man it's i, I gotta see how it is i'm not excited i'm not that all excited about it just yet um i don't know i know they're going back for, to the tradition i mean it's gonna be okay uh yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, it's the game itself should be good, you know. Um, but all, all the other stuff, the three point shootout should be fun as well. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, Indiana. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna be honest. I'm like, nah. It just, and yes, it's, it's basketball history. It's uh, I think it's a tech and art mecca in its own right. Um. You know, I'm pretty sure it's a fine city, but I just it doesn't. It's not a sexy city. No, you know, and in All Star Weekend, you know, you feel like the the city since you have to have it hosted, it's got to be sexy. Salt Lake City was not it. Okay, <laughs> no one wants to be in damn Utah. No, cold as Utah, no. Chicago. They will risk going to cold as Chicago because you know what? It's Chicago. Yeah, Big city. Yeah, you know, it's cool. You know, there's shit that you could do there. Right, maybe cold, but there's stuff you could go to. Even you know, Toronto. Toronto, yes, another one. You know, big city. You know, there's stuff you can do there. There's some nightlife, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a legitimate, cool nightlife. Drake lives here. You know, I hate the fact that Atlanta got stricken with the COVID All-Star game. As, you know, we did get a real All-Star weekend. No, right, right. You know, and I, I would have, like, that would have been so much better if, the city, they owed the city a proper all-star weekend um, after, you know, after that shit. So we could, you know, really get something going. And I could not could attend the events for, for for sure because, you know, we weren't able to attend either. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it, I, mean I feel like, you know, the usual suspects here, you know, I, I, I've, I've voted like Halliburton and Brunson yeah. for the East. Uh, of course, your front court you have uh, any combination of Giannis, um, Tatum, and Joel Embiid, or Joel, Giannis, Julius Randle. You know, either one of those three. But I, I figured that Tatum's going to get that spot. Yeah, Tatum. Yeah. I mean, the West. You know, Shea Gilgis Alexander. You know, number one. Uh, apart, like for the second guard spot, I'm going with Ant. Uh, for my votes, but I know yeah. Steph Curry's going to be there. I know Luca's going to be there, but and the fact the and someone's going to get snubbed. <laughs> someone's yeah, somebody, getting snubbed. Somebody's not going to like it. Devin Booker, I'm sorry, bro, but you might nah, yep. take this L. <laughs> no, nah. Well, Phoenix hasn't been good this season, so they haven't I mean, been good this season. But nah, they they know, really haven't. So so he's going to get snubbed. De'Aaron Fox might get snubbed too. Like they might stick with just Curry and. Luca and Shea as their guards. Probably so. I mean, you know, yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who's a, uh, yeah, yeah, Ant is the proper two guard, but who else could follow him other than Baby Book? But I don't see him going coming in. I don't know because Shea can play two too. You know, and then I got uh, KD still going to be the only son as an All Star because he's having a spectacular year, but the team is ass. <laughs> it's, it's only so much you can do with that. 
Yeah, man. Your ass. Yeah, I, I, I listen. It's. I mean, I watch it. Don't get me wrong. I watch the game, <laughs> but I, it's just something about it. I'm just not um all gung ho about it um just yet. I don't know. You know, it, it's like I said. It's one of those things where I guess it's one of those things that I just take it for granted. It's like, all right, well, it's gonna happen when I when it comes on. I watch it. You know, um, just for the hell of it. But um, but definitely. But I know you also mentioned. Since we're on NBA talking about that right now, um, there is you mentioned alluded to it when we was talking about the Lions and how yeah. you know ironically with all the coaching stuff changes that's been happening in the NFL, um, you know that coach that plays for the, that not play the the coach that coaches the Pistons, um, you know Monty. Mm-hmm. Listen, uh, they I don't know when they're gonna why they I mean. Yeah, they paid him a great amount of money, man. And I mean, that's that's the main reason. They that's yeah. but it's like like and like you pointed out, I was like, dude doesn't even look like he wants to be there. So why the it's just weird. It's just well, very, well I, I let me give you can, can I um give you this question here. Um, what's up, man? How do you feel about the NBA staying pat with their coaches despite you know, especially with some teams that have pretty high standards? Uh-huh. Like the Lakers, yeah, uh, and they're they're losing, and they're they're not making midseason changes, right? Like, how, how do you feel about the the league not, you know, going forward with making midseason changes and not waiting till the end of the season to appoint a new coach or just hire a new coach straight up in the middle of the season? You know, would you would you like to see more changes like that? Because we see it in the NFL. Well, you know. uh and I mean, it is very, and uh, again, I don't want to put my, my soccer fandom in here, but it's very prevalent and very common for <laughs> okay. coaches to get paid large sums of money and get fired two months into their job. Right. Because they don't get the results. And also, I could, do you think the NBA could transition to something like that? Or because the, the most recent fact of that was when Chris Finch got his job with Minnesota, and folks saw that as so jarring, but. Look at them now. They're number one in the West. Two seasons later, you know, because it's possible. Could that be done? You know, because all these coaches get this tenure and they they get all this trust because they won a title two or so years ago. Well, but it's not working out this year. Let me and let me kind of got to move on after a while. Let me frame this answer. And it's funny. It's really actually very funny that you are, are bringing this up because this is something, and you mentioned the leagues. Um, I'm going to preface this with the NHL. I'm going to use the NHL as a perfect example, okay. especially my team, too. Um, the NHL, they're not shy from coach, from changing coaches and doing all that shit in midseason. The yeah. NHL is definitely not shy away. They don't shy away from it. But there are also instances where there are coaches that really should be fired and they're overstayed. They welcome a little bit too long. And sometimes management waits until the absolute last second to do something like that. Prime example, my team, New York Islanders, right now, the coach that we had before hall of fame coach, Barry Trotz, anybody that's in the DC area knows about Barry Trotz. He is the coach that was, he coached the Capitals when they won the Stanley Cup in 20, mm-hmm. uh, 2018. Um, 
he was there, I think, for a certain amount of seasons before that he coached with Nashville. But he was a very successful, very winning, and obviously then he became a Stanley Cup champion coach. Very respected in the league, great mind and vision and all this other stuff. Like, I mean, seriously, Hall of Fame type coach. Then you got a team like my team, like the Islanders, where we were having a coach where, I mean, the defense sucked but the offense was, like, booming. We missed the playoffs by one point, whatever. Next season, through the grace of God, Barry Trotz becomes available, and then he becomes the head coach of the New York Islanders, um, which wound up becoming a big jolt in the franchise because it really – him coming to that team and how he molded that team and the identity that that we had under his coaching. Yeah. was defense like we were very stingy defense we was considered boring all of these things right because we played a slow methodical type game we wasn't a high scoring team but because of the fact that how he coached and it worked so well you know it became the team's identity and it be and if as much as it pissed people off and we loved it we achieved a good amount of success by going to the conference finals two years in a mm-hmm. row something that wasn't done that hadn't been done since our like our dynasty years back in the early 80s now fast forward to last a couple of seasons ago um you know it, we did we missed the playoffs um and trots was, uh, in the off season like literally a couple of days after the season end there was a tweet that was put out by the team saying that they had relieved Barry Trotz of his coaching duties, um, which was met with lots, lots of anger and confusion because everybody was like, we was all like, what the fuck? Because we were riding on a high, but the season didn't go well because it was a COVID. It was a very bad season for us because we got hit with COVID very, very bad at the beginning of the season. And like nobody was healthy. Like we was getting like, minor league team backups to other minor league teams. Like it was it was pretty bad. We was putting a bad product on the ice. And it was our inaugural season at our new arena. Um but it it, it was ugly. But dude gets we had whatever the, the GM decided to to fire him, whatever the case is, which has always been a hot topic within our fan base. So then comes the his successor, um, who has been his assistant coach ever since he was coaching with uh, in Nashville at the beginning of Barry Trotz's season. This guy's name is Lane Lambert. Guy was yeah. very, very going to be well sought out. Um, in the pa- in this offseason, this past offseason, you know, he's very highly regarded as a good, as a, as a player's coach. And the NHL was very big in the culture on a player's coach, um, those type of uh, guys. And um, he, a lot of people thought he was going to be well sought out for different coaching positions when he was available. Um, lo and behold, what happened is that RGM decided to say, hey, you know what? We're just going to bring you in as the team's head coach, right? So, you know, you would think, Chris, this mm-hmm. guy has been with the guy, the guy he's replacing. He's been with him, been on it, been his assistant coach for like almost 20 fucking years, man, right? Yeah. Um, so, season starts, man. 
first first season under the, under this Lane Lambert guy. And oh man, this shit is gro- it shit went to the ground. We, we oh. were so inconsistent. Our like the system, like our defensive structure, just went like down the drain. Like it was it was very bad, man. And it's really continued and snowballed onto this current season right now. You got fans that are been clamoring for for him to be fired, and rightfully so, honestly, to be honest with you, because our record is very deceiving, and we really suck. I mean, our we suck badly. Our goaltending is the reason why we're still in the playoff hunt. But the point I'm bringing in to bring it all around full circle with this is that I endorse my team. I would endorse them to do in, in midseason replacement for a coach yeah. because it is clear that the team is not performing well and its stats is really shitty that our penalty kill is horrible is in the bottom of the league our defense is the worst like i mean granted our goaltending had their numbers are not great but it's because of the fact that they got to face so many damn shots per night yeah. and it, it's a lot and then the makeup the roster of the team like it's a lot of things that could go on and on but there's a lot of reasons why we feel like we would welcome a change but the organization has not they have not made a change at the whole coaching and i know despite us going on a little little nice little winning point streak that we was we was having for like 14 15 games in a row um or something like that, like 17 out of 20 games, um, it almost kind of gave him the little, you know, the coach, the hot seat kind of cooled down because on paper it looks like, well, the team is collecting points. They're in the playoff picture. Things seem to be going good. Why are the fans want to fire, fire the coach? And look where you guys are at. But the reality, the numbers show that, no, we are really shitty. It's just that yeah. we – we have our goaltending, yeah, it saves our asses a lot, and we just have to make timely goals. And, yeah, we've, we've, we've been lucky on a, on a good side of luck. So, yes, the NBA, if, the, if it's something like that, an NBA, a team, then they're sucking that bad, and the numbers tell you that the system is not working, then, yes, make that damn change in the season. They should do that. Uh, why yeah. they don't, but you know, I, I don't know why they don't, I, you know, but sometimes, man, we've seen in the NBA when that happens, um, you know, you know how that is, man. Sometimes coaches get fired and whoever replaces them and then the team goes on a, uh, little streak, you know, like a winning streak yeah. and shit, man. I think didn't it happen for y'all and it didn't have for Atlanta or someone one year. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I would say for the Hawks. Yes. Lloyd right? Pierce got fired. Yeah, brought in Nathan Millen, and they right. went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean so, the Nathan Millen effect. That like that shit. That shit. That, I really, I highly recommend new coach bounce for basketball. Like it, it will. It is either it's going to be good or it's going to be bad. But right. sometimes that new coach bounce can work for a team. That's right, and it did for the Hawks for that one season. Yeah, and yeah. went the shit ever since. But you know, still. Yeah, <laughs> I, I recommend I recommend more uh, coaching carousels. I do not wish folks to lose their jobs. Right. You know that's what I was saying. But this is a results based business. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, they know the sometimes they know. Sometimes you know if shit's not working out, it's not working out. And you can cut your losses. 
That's it. I, I, I do not want to hide behind them, you know, getting paid a lot of money and then you have to eat up that money, you know, releasing them for the rest of their contract. They can yeah. still spend that money. Yeah, that's Just true. get someone else. You know what I mean? Get someone else. Or, you know, you hire their replacement within their coaching staff. You know, right. and, and go from there. And see what happens because I think that's what happened with um with the Hawks when they had Nate. Nate was there, but we yeah. knew what Nate what when Nate was brought in, we knew that he was going to replace Soy Pierce, and it happened. And boom, like it looked like it was going to turn around for them, but it didn't. That's and right. Now it's more. There's when it goes from the coach failing from time to time, and mm-hmm. we're seeing this this season for the Hawks. Yeah, Quinn Snyder. Yeah. It's it's an organizational thing, man. right? You know, you got to see, you, you just got to rebuild it from the top down, and so far they 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 they've tried they tried a lot with Trey, tried everything with Trey, and it's mm-hmm. just not working. They did get a win tonight against Philadelphia in overtime, yeah, but they should win close games at home. You know, that's how I see it. they should do that. But they, they, they just haven't been good this season. They've underachieved again. And I'll, at this point, I don't know if I can blame the coach here. I, I can't blame Snyder this this year. Just go around. Because this will be the third coaching change. And that now it's an organizational issue. I think that, that, that will help also moving these coaches earlier just so we can see where the root of the problem is. Right. You know, uh, that, that, that and that's why I see for Detroit. I mean, yeah, Monty doesn't want to be there. I mean, he's not really going to change his team around next season. No, so you got to cut your loss. Yeah, At least after this season, you cut your losses with them. Yeah, you eat up the rest of that contract after this season. You move on and try to start from scratch and see what you can do. Um, it, it will suck for a couple of the young guys here that's been through multiple coaching changes, but I mean, at this point, you got to tear down the whole team. You know, yeah, and but they're not. You know, you keep Cade though, but you got to you got to tear down the team and, and start a new somewhere else. They uh, I, yeah, I don't know, man. They'll they'll figure it out eventually, but it's just not. It's not looking very promising for them, and yeah. it the fans. I I just I just feel for the fans, man. In that situation, I really do, cause I I. I I would feel miserable, bro. And I've and I've been through those type of years with my with my hockey team specifically. Yeah. Um, it's it's man, it's 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 a wild feeling. Now, granted, you know, the feeling probably isn't as bad because when they were sucking so bad when I was, I mean, I was just still a kid. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't an adult. Like, I, but I understand a different frustrations of fandom you know when you're a kid and adult like then there is just a different level of intensity and and anger and and this is and i'm just talking about just off of the sheer just natural nature of just sports but then when you add in this betting stuff like that adds another level of degree of of just (laughs) of, of stress on your body with that man but Oh, but nah, yeah, man, man. It, it, it's destroyed. Yeah, you, you just you just want 
at the end of the day, you, you just want to see a competitive team, a team that's going to, you know, at least want to win. But um, yeah. to, to see something like that happen, it sucks, man. That really sucks. Uh, I, I feel for them. Uh, but, hey, you know, um, we got to see how everything turns out in, in, in over the next month, man. Um, you know, when it goes into that trade deadline period. Um, you know, who knows who's getting moved where. I know trades already had started. Um, I know the Knicks, um, they they hey, made man, it five and oh. They five and oh, man. Um, and believe me, man, and I'm not saying I, I didn't think initially it was a good trade, a good move. Um, there was a lot of Knicks fans who echoed that feeling too. Um, you know, but hey, you know, it's looking good now. Yeah, that's right. That's winning, winning quiet. Winning. It, it it solves Cures a lot of things, man. Oh man, you know it 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 really does, and you know it, it's it's one of those things that I wish my team could do more often. But we've been we've been winning a couple of games. Um, we in a look like heading into overtime or a close one. I I don't know against uh, Houston, um, but you know. You know, we got guys that that may be going. It could be Caruso could be going. It could be, uh, you know, Zach gone and or, or DeRozan. Who else? Um, yeah, be any of those guys on on there? Who knows where they're going to go? Who's going to? What type of trades? I know KD is doing, still doing his. You know, I don't want to be. I don't like how it is in Phoenix. But man, it's like, <laughs> dude, you just you, you just got to deal with it, bro. Like I know he went. It was like a lateral move, like it was like from going from Brooklyn to to Phoenix. Man, you just went into just warmer weather. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the Phoenix Nets right now, man. <laughs> like that's that's what it is, and it, it's it's a shame, I guess, because it's you know I guess on paper look promising, but you know you know better than me. You know how it is having a Bradley Beal on a team and, and, and how those, yeah. How, how those games can be, um, the type of player he is. He's likely due for another injury. Yeah. Soon. So, but yeah, I mean, this is what they wanted dog. That's right. That's right. You know, golden state is looking pretty bad. (laughs) 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 They looking pretty bad, man. Getting booed and stuff like that. And, Oh man, it is it is looking bleak, <laughs> and no Memphis <laughs> over there. Yeah, man. <laughs> and speaking of Memphis, looking bleak now with Ja out for the remainder of the season, um, it, it's it's horrible, man. It's 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 horrible looking out there. Yeah, this season this season's a wash for yeah. Memphis. Um, yeah, because again, like there were six and three in nine out of the ten games that he played. For um, Memphis, when he made his return, and he was like I said, he was averaging. When I checked the stats, he was averaging like twenty six, six and eight. And I was like, "Wow, man, he really turned that team around." And now he's he's going to be out for the duration of the year, torn labrum in practice. The irony of that, I I, I told my wife, I was like, "It's ironic that the one dude that is like a spiritual successor to Allen Iverson got hurt at practice." <laughs> and oh man, and for 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 Memphis, man, yeah, you, you could say the season's a wash, but they're not going to let lay down and die. 
I no. Mean, what this does is uh, it gives Taylor Jenkins another season. That's right. Uh, he's a pretty decent coach. But, you know, I also feel like that his tenure there is running his courts. Um, but, you know, you get to evaluate Desmond Bain and Jared Jackson together in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to compete, but they already are making, like, the moves to, like, show that they're going to likely be in the lottery. You know, they, yeah. they waive Bismack Biombo to give Fitz Williams um, Jr., VCU um, alum, you know, class of 22, a three-year 7.2 contract. They converted his two-way, and now he's going to got a main roster spot, which is great. But you you waive someone that was pretty much being, you know, five coverage <laughs> with um, Steven Adams and Brandon Clark being hurt. And that was a telltale sign that yeah, not only that Xavier Tillman is going back to playing the starting five, which he is – pretty much terrible in that role or the likelihood of Jared Jackson having to play at the five more. Yeah. And he's has to improve on his rebounding. It's going to be painful to watch. Right. Um, and yeah, they're, they're a lot, they're on the road of just, you know, losing games, but they're not going to, you know, forcefully taint. They're just going to, it's just, it's just the seasons to watch and they know it. So yeah. anything can happen for them right now. They got nothing to lose. But I, I, I can likely see them being in the lottery this year and see if they could use that pick to to try to acquire another another star um, or just another player um, in their road of trying to win now because now, it's now or never going into 24-25. That's true. They got to do what they got to do, man. That's simple as that. You know, but, you know, it, it's – yeah, I think overall, though, you know, we're not really going to see it's. And I, I always felt this way. Like we really, it, it's that the All Star break, like once that trade deadline ends, man, and then we see what the final form. Or, but then there's also players that could be waived and stuff like that. So you know, that'll join rosters. You know, to go on like, you know, contending teams and stuff like that. Um, uh, but it's going to be quite interesting to see how all this turns out. You know, um. Um, once that, like I said, once the All Star break comes up, which is not too far away, I know it's like it's like it's like a month away, you know. Um, so it's and it's going to creep up on us pretty quickly, you know, because we're already what second week into January, so um, we're it's going fast. It's going fast, man. Um, it's we're going like zero to a hundred in in like one point five seconds. That's how how fast everything is just speeding yeah. along, man. And um, I mean, heck, man! I mean, look at it. Like in two more weeks, two more weeks is the rumble, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, yeah, the road to road to rumble is about to be crazy. Because uh, you know, we were just talking about this outside, and I'm like, yo, there's like the the CM Punk return really put a lot in a tailspin, and plus also the Rock um, making his return, but uh, there's just a lot of things that are, like, not in doubt, but it's wondered, like, where are we going from here, you know? Yeah, yeah. And in some ways, it feels they're they're setting up three shows at once. You got the Rumble, you got Elimination Chamber in um, Perth, Australia, and, of course, you have WrestleMania in Philadelphia come April, and we're just trying to see where the puzzle pieces fit Mm -hmm. now, and like I'm, 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 of course, I'm always excited to see Rumble. Rumble's like one of my favorite 
you know, PLEs, pay-per-views, big shows ever uh, for WWE. And I'm, I'm just wondering, I'm like, oh, uh, who's going to win the Rumble? Because we, we, I see Punk and Rollins going to be a thing. It's clear that Cody and Roman's going to be a thing. But do you have Cody repeat? Um, I mean, it's possible. Uh, but I'm not too sure. You, do you have Punk win it? I mean, it's likely, but it did not come to thinking that I'm like, do those two even need the title at all? No. And then I'm like, well, see, then I'm I get to thinking, I'm like, I'm interested in seeing where this all goes and how, how it all plays out. Um, it's particularly more so what's going on with the world heavyweight title scenario than what's going on with Roman Reigns because yeah, I, I feel it's going to be Cody going in there, and I don't see him winning the Rumble, but I definitely see him winning the Chamber. Right. And yeah, that's that's because you got to make his road even harder. Yeah. To get to Roman. Yeah. You know, uh, and equally, you have to make Roman's road to getting to WrestleMania and making history again tough as well, and have everything thrown at him. You know, we may not get him in a chamber match this year, but he's going to be in a fatal four way. Yeah. You know, that's the start. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Telling me, you know, that's just, that's the start right there. Um, and then, you know, of course, you know, with the rock, you know, folks are seeing that, you know, he, that could be the mania match. And in some ways, yeah, that could be a big WrestleMania main event, you know, in 2024 still, but, it doesn't have to be. No, like, no. This is they're, they're they're in an era now that you know they can make every main event WrestleMania caliber for all of their shows, and they're doing that with their international shows and with it, with Australia specifically for their Elimination Chamber event. They wanted they they want The Rock to be there. Like, yeah, they, they really wanted him to be there. They will pay money. They pay all that money to with. with you know the I can't say the guarantee, but you know with the um the the expectation I would say that the Rock will main event that show. Yeah, right. So uh, I, I that that's you know and they, really that you know Roman's going to be working all these shows. He always worked the entire world to WrestleMania. Yeah. So he's going to be working that show. He's going to be having that match. Yeah. And I don't want to see Rock in a WrestleMania match where it's going to suck. I'm sorry. This nah. is a different era now. Yeah. And he's just not there at the level that he once was. Yes. So it would still be a spectacle. All they need is spectacle there. And for the, for that show. And he puts over Roman. And then, you know, he they can have him set up for something else. You know, for WrestleMania. If the schedule allows it. You know, because, you know, because for what we hear, you know, it, it, the hearsay that, you know, scheduling conflicts kept them from doing Roman and Rock last year. And um I think also the year prior as well. But now, you know, you could just do it, you could do it at Chamber. And okay, again, Roman puts him over, he solidified. Like he at that point, him beating Rock, he would he would have peaked. He did it all. Like who else does he have to beat? He's beating them all. True. You know, and then you just t- tie that ring w- with a bow. It, it 
makes the coat, you know, the inevitable Cody win that much bigger that he was able to topple and just and beat him. But I, I, I'm more interested in seeing what happens decks for Roman when he drops the title. You know, right. I'm like, where do you go from here now? Because it's always, you want them to do this, but the follow-up question is always going to be, and then what? You know, you got you to gotta see what's next. How do you top this? And, I, I'm, and that's what I'm interested in seeing the most um, during this road to WrestleMania. And there's just so much happening right now, you know, and it's funny, like the TKO news, you know, that that became the thing, like, shortly after WrestleMania, you know. Right. Yep. They, they were on a they were on the verge of closing the deal last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feel like there's going to be just more news coming up heading into WrestleMania, and I'm interested to see what what happens and where 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 we go from here because this year is looking very exciting uh, for WWE. Yeah, the, I mean, we even and we could even just say what. what you know, also kind of like the the elephant in the room. Like, I mean, look at the Raw, where Raw, where Monday Night Raw is going to go to next. You know, you know, you mm-hmm. look at all that speculation, all the news with that, um, which plays a big part in in a lot of the the success of you know the company ever since really did the merger. And I know they've done some other type of inside like infrastructure changes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, kept it up going. Yeah, I was about to say, yep, Kevin Dunn is out there, um, you know, and and the, his replacement, um, some guy that that, that came from the ESPN side, yeah, yeah, from from ESPN side of stuff, and um, so I I think they they they're not they listen, they're on a mission, man, <laughs> like they are on a fucking mission, um, they don't give a shit about what anybody else on the outside is saying, um. Because at the end of the day, they're only just talking. In WWE, I mean, sure. they, you know, they, WWE, they, they've been walking and walking, talking to talk with their shit, man. And especially now, now more than ever, like when the numbers back up, the fact that they are at their this the company's best numbers that they've ever had. I mean, come on. I mean, remember everybody wants to quote that line, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Right, Numbers don't, man. Right, so you know it, it's uh, it's it's that's just how it is. And for WrestleMania forty, for this, uh, nah, man, I don't want to rock, man. I don't want him on there. I don't want. I don't want. Not for that. Not for the belt, man. You gotta let Cody finish his story. Yeah. Um. You know it, it, it's. I think what what gets a lot of people, uh, you know, nervous and, and anxiety is the fact that you know so many times we've been programmed to expect things to change that the fans didn't want to happen to begin with, and a lot of that, and, and I get it, you know, you, you, that happened so many years with during when Vince was in control, and I think also people understand too and they respect the fact that. The way this company's being run right now, man, it's like whatever unexpected thing that happens, man, it works. It fucking works. And, yeah. you know, 
we just never know what's going to happen next. And it's exciting. And I understand what it gives people anxiety a little bit, you know, because of the fact that they just want to know. They just want to know. But, man, like, that's just – but that's just the nature of, you know, when you're watching this stuff, you know, wrestling in general, you know, with those type of lens where you just – you just watch it. You're just watching it just for the sheer entertainment factor of it. Um, and, you know, you look at that stuff, and that that's, that's, that's when the product really is at its best, when you're looking at it from that lens and you're not too critical of everything. But um, you know, but that's just the world we live in now. But man, they just they just doing great, man. They just firing all cylinders. And The Rock being in Australia is gonna work out fine. Like, you know, I think also if he does wrestle at Elimination Chamber, um, next month, um, I believe this will be his first February pay per view or PLE now, um, since 2013. Where he became champion. Well, no. No, no, no. He defended the title. He defended the title, yes. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he defended the title, um, which he won. And which is ironic because after he defended the title successfully, he went on to WrestleMania 29 the next month for, guess what? A rematch against the guy that he faced the year before. Huh. (laughs) (laughs) isn't that something (laughs) you know i don't know like and i know that's just probably just sheer coincidence but just something that i i've noticed you know in when i thought about all this stuff man but um it's going to be intriguing for sure man and i think with this um the cm punk thing i'm gonna say this it's something that I don't I don't see people talking about a lot, and I wonder if it's I'm not surprised, but you know, so far so good has been with Punk with WWE. You know, yeah. no issue so far. Seems seems to be on level headed with everybody, and you know, um, I must say how they have used him since his debut, especially after. You know that first promo that he had, like that was—I don't even count that because that I—I—I I, I truly believe all that shit happened like last second. Yeah, um, I was, I'll be. Yeah, yeah. I'm home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was, it was a rush ass promo, man. They, yeah, uh, right. Personally, they—they could have—they could have opened the show with him, but no, no, no. Yeah, but you know, um, they're—they're now—they're now pacing out his promos better, which is good. Yes, you know, having yes. either the beginning of the show or the middle of the show. Right. And um his latest interaction with Drew McIntyre, who has been on a hot streak, bro, um, is this yeah. character is like a, a kind of a little bit of a twist on the Bret Hart uh nineteen ninety seven. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know, um that that whole thing going on. And um like dog, like it's so great how delusional um Drew is, man. Cause like clearly yeah. dude like you lost because you put seth's the feet on the ropes but he was like yeah but he, like, he no nah. he blames it on <laughs> he blames it on my man damien man <laughs> he doesn't want to hold himself accountable for his actions never never you know <laughs> i mean that that's the that's the um that's the drawing part of him being a heel you know yes. he's saying these points that are true 
Right. And it makes sense. Yes. But you don't hold yourself accountable. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. I I love it, man. I fucking love it. And he and he he just he pulls it off damn he makes it believable. That's for sure. Um but man, I would say man, him him and Punk they were they were cooking, man. They were cooking with grease. Like it was hot or spicy as uh, Punk said as <laughs> it was feeling towards the end, man. Um, the back and forth was 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 pretty damn good. The both of them doing their, you know, on the turnbuckle, lying on the turnbuckle. Um, but you know, Punk is, hey man, say what you want to say about Punk, man. But on a microphone, that dude be spitting hot fire, man. That dude be spitting hot fire, and and it's the cadence of how and how he says it, and. Man, when he first said, he's like, yeah, when Drew McIntyre was like, you know what? I noticed, man, like you don't have any demons because you are the demon. And <laughs> and when Punk said, you know what, man, he's like, you talk about demons, like all this stuff. And um, cheer, kudos to Punk for the Straight Edge Society uh, little, uh, little tidbit there mid promo. But I mean, but at the end of the day. I mean, at the end of that promo, though, it, it, the, the seriousness that they had in there and um, the story of, you know, the common thing with that the, uh, they eats up Drew McIntyre alive is the fact that his title reign, I, you know, people don't look at it, I guess, as legitimate because it happened during the pandemic area when it was like not like a lot of fans. Fans wasn't in, you know, in the in yeah. stadiums and stuff. So, you know, he always had that chip on his shoulder and. You know, I like the fact that he said, you know what, I'm doing it for myself. So everybody yes. has their own little bit of story. Like, they should rename, you know how back in, like, the, the old 1998 the Attitude Era, you know, all the pay-per-views had this special, like, tagline to it. Like, Royal Rumble in 99 was no chance in hell, you know. Like, the tagline yeah. for Royal Rumble 2024 is finish the story. Seriously. Yeah, there's too many stories. Story. There's so many story arcs that are trying to be finished. And it's got to the point that it's like and, and it's even, you know, it's it's really describes how this road to WrestleMania is. The comment, the theme is is finishing the story. Punk wants to finish his story. Cody wants to finish his story. Uh mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre wants to finish his story. Uh who else wants to finish their story? Uh that that I'm missing. That that that's in that's in the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I would imagine, hell, even Bobby Lashley. You know, Lashley. I'm pretty sure he wants to finish the story. You know, so there is a lot of stories that want to be finished in this thing, and unfortunately, only one is going to be. And it's just a matter of who. And I think people are a little bit afraid that they are not going to get the Cody and Roman rematch at Mania. But man, I'll tell you what. Even when that match does happen, I'm still a little bit undecided about what that, how that's going to turn out. Because I still don't put it past them to want to try to give Roman that, like, past Hogan. I don't know if they, I, I just don't know. So, something in the back of my mind, it just, it, it, it won't leave it when I have that thought. Like, like could they, would they? I don't know. But Roman yeah. got a big, a lot of issues, man, now with this fatal four-way match. 
um with with uh AJ and LA Knight and Randy Orton man um very interesting for sure uh, the dynamic of that match how that's going to go i mean it's going <laughs> to be a good it's going to be a very damn good match but it's like who's taking the pin <laughs> who's taking the pin cuz roman ain't losing that match I mean, it's going to be L.A. Duh. <laughs> He's taking the pin. <laughs> You're going to pin him and get him the fuck out the main event, main event scene for good. You drop know. him out of there. Drop him, drop yeah. him one, one, uh, one division lower down to the, the U.S. title. Yeah. It just sucks that Orton's not getting his one-on-one singles match. I you know. know. Yeah. Um, and neither is AJ too, because it feels like both of them. This, which makes me believe that, yeah, I think this reign is about to come to an end. You know, <laughs> these yeah. these dudes are getting only in multi man matches. They're not getting that proper singles match that was very deserving of them to have. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's we we on we on we on the um we on the, um last straightaway. I hope. Yeah, really man. Hope I hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I really do, man. You know, I do, and then it, it's. It's gonna be interesting, you know. Especially, um, the, a lot of eyes are gonna be on uh, the women's division, man. And you know, there is a lot of rumors and whatever out there with certain people um, rumored to be coming back to WWE or coming to just in general, um, man. And, and if all all of those co- actually come to fruition. Oh man, that's going to be a, a nice jolt in the women's division, man. Um, not to mention the inevitable Jade Cargo more likely going to show up in the Rumble. Uh, yeah, you know, so that adds another dimension onto that. Uh, and, and it, it's and whenever and then of course you know um, I know Raquel, she's been out with an injury with. The, bad illness yeah um, yeah you, you uh, know don't don't know when she's coming back man right right but right she's right. recovering which is a good thing yeah yeah man you know and then whenever they decide Liv morgan to come back <laughs> um you know i it, it's a lot it's it's just a lot of uh question marks man but the women's side you know there hasn't been a lot of women declaring to be in the royal rumbles yet right like i know bailey Fall off top of my head that is declared, but has it anybody else declared for the women's side yet? Uh, Nia Jax declared. Oh, Nia, that's right. Nia, yeah, you did Becky say. Lynch as well. Becky, um, that's oh, god, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so three. Yeah, as soon as they declared, I was like, well, looks like Rhea had the night off. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine because <laughs> more than likely she's going to be more interested in, in helping out everybody else. You know, you people will get their double dose of Rhea, uh, more than likely, or or just one. But still, uh, who knows? What if she may, what if she decides to sit like you know do commentary during the Rumble? You know, she may do what, that. Rhea, yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting, right? I mean, they give her something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, you know, you know. But at the same time, you know, is pseudo risky. What if you know future competitors just want to charge at her? Which could still happen. True, very true. You're right, but you you know that sounds like something that is so plausible and so reasonable that that it would make sense to happen, but it won't. But it won't happen. 
<laughs> because it's just a lot it's just wwe logic um but you're right about that 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 would be interesting man but uh it, it's still looking like bailey on that end but it, it's I am just very, very intrigued about um also Nick Aldis, man. You know I Oh yeah. His, these interactions between him and the and him and Roman and the bloodline, it's it, very interesting. I I it really I, sets I him apart. It. it sets him apart a whole lot from Adam Pierce. Like definitely. This dude doesn't take shit from anyone. No. No. You and know, it looks he like he'll still and he's yes, like he's still jacked to right. the kills, man. He, he <laughs> yes. just stopped wrestling right. four months ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just All saying. Right. I'm just saying, man. Uh, he, he I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're going to send him to that route, but he probably will put hands on someone. <laughs> right, right. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying the possibility. I can see it happening, man. Because uh, it's not like he's just... You know, I know he stopped wrestling, but that don't mean that you know how to. That means you still yeah. stop. I mean, General Mantras can still go and get in the ring. You know, it, it hasn't stopped. You know, General Mantras before. No, you know? no, no, not at all, not at all. It'd man. just be crazy to. You know, it would be crazy to see it for Nick. It was going to be wild seeing it for Adam Pierce when that and the Kevin Owens thing was happening. Yes, but uh, it was a baiting switch. I really did want to see Adam Pierce in a match. <laughs> Oh, Get no. his ass beat by Owens. That that shit would have been great. It would have been. It would have been, man. But uh, but Kevin Owens though, like he's, hey. He's, oh wait, no, it was Roman. I was beating his ass. Really, I would have liked to see that on SmackDown. Just him beating his ass <laughs> in a match, dog, with the suit still on. But right? he was, yeah. But Owens was um, Owens was like you know his ally there in that pro- process. But but yeah, man. I, I, shit, I would like to see Pearson Aldis just getting the brawl. <laughs> Hey man, like I think that's kind. Of, it, I I think that's dope that both of the general managers like they're unique in their own ways, but at the same time, they look like try them and they will kick your ass. Like they they'll, yeah. they'll fight. They will put hands on you. You know, like I feel like people with Nick Aldis, people seems like that's they in their mind seem like well that's believable instead of Adam Pierce, but but then. Unless you really, like I said, like from the outside, if you look at Adam Pierce now, some people may not think like, oh, whatever, not think much of it. But of course, we know wrestling fans are people that know Adam Pierce. Like, nah, nah, yeah, man, the, the nah. scrap daddy, man. scrap you daddy. Know, that's wanna, right. Don't want to revert to him to his old self. And he <laughs> started right. laying down them them closed fists. That's right. <laughs> you know, so it, it's it. it the dynamic on with between those two is is very interesting. I it's a lot of intrigue, but you know what, man? For we always talk about we want, you know, all we ask is just to be entertained. We don't have to know everything. Everything may not have to be so obvious, but um, you know, at the end, like what they're doing, man, it's it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope how how they intertwine a lot of stuff um going on and then you know, I don't want to forget before we go any further. Um, I also don't want to forget about what happened at NXT last night. We got a new North American champion now, man. Like, dog. Yeah, the African fellow. Yes, sir. Opa Femi. Uh, yes, sir. The f- first NIL signing to um, win a uh, WWE title. And the youngest. Is, oh, and the, the youngest. And the youngest. Win the, yeah, 22. 
22. Wow, 22. Reminds me. Looking like that. Right. Freak of nature. Um, But good for him. I mean, I'm glad. You know, it's good they have to get that title off Dragon League. He's just going to stay at NXT. No. It's main roster. You know, and you've only, you did so much with that title, North American title being on, you know, Raw and SmackDown for the last few months. It's time to just, you know, settle it back in and, and start rebuilding within the brand before, you know, branching out again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Femi, um, like he has a good look. I mean, you know, he, he is unique and, you know, you know, he's another Nigerian, you know, superstar that's in. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, he, but I, like really everybody in the breakout tournament outside of maybe Raleigh Osborne and Tavion Heights, I was not interested in at all. Like I, I think Opa is okay monster heel. Yeah. But I don't I don't think his ceiling's that big. I don't really think it, uh you know, I, I mean almost, you know, he's an attraction. Yeah. I don't know if Opa could is you know, I, I hate comparing him to, but yeah. I don't wanna I, I don't know how far I see him going, but WWE in general, like the officials, they love him. You know, I think they have high hopes for him. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be able to achieve those heights. That's just me. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you know, good for him getting this um, um, North American title ring. Still the blackest title in all sports. Yes, it is. <laughs> entertainment. That's uh, right. And I, I'm, I'm really, I do want to see how he progresses with this ring. Because right now, he's going to be booked like a monster. It's going to be hard to see him losing that title any soon, anytime soon. So, uh, uh, but, uh, but there is still, like, there's there's only one guy that I can see that could take that off of him, but I don't know if they're going to go that route just yet because he should be on the main roster right now too. But yes, he's doing his tag team adventures. Yes, yeah, I'm talking about Brown Breaker. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> man, imagine him winning that belt again, especially. <laughs> Everybody feels like he's just what <laughs> he's. <laughs> Everybody feeling, man, like dog. He's just he's he's black like everybody else, man. Like Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being like, in dog, a tanning tanning crisper, right, for right, like right, three hours, right, right, man. Like the memes, I can imagine the jokes that go along with the like, oh man, oh, yeah, they're gonna they dub the do rag on them and shit, right? <laughs> oh my lord. Oh man, man, but yeah, nah, nah, nah. I, I had it. I wanted to make sure I slipped that in there, man. Uh, that little quick tidbit uh, about, him. but um, but definitely the 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 road to Royal Rumble is is shaping up. But I'm I'm just I really am intrigued to see how these matches go, man. But especially, you know, who are I wonder who are going to be the final four. In there, because I feel like there's going to be some type of a surprise in there. That Punk and Cody, definitely. Punk, Cody, Drew, uh, Gunther again. I mean, he should. I mean, he's definitely going to be in the match. So now there has to be at least be one final. SmackDown guy. I think. Do you think Sheamus comes back? <sighs> yeah, uh, I see him coming back. You know, and, and then they're going to have to try to push him to the moon, too. So, well, I don't I can see Seamus being in the final four. Seamus yeah, and Drew. Seamus. Well, 
I mean, yeah, I feel like a lot of the final four guys are going to be mostly on the raw side. Right. Shit, Jay Uso. I think, like, you know, I think it's going to be Sheamus, Drew, Punk, and Cody. And what it is, because, you know, Sheamus and Drew, they used to be, they used to be best bros. And then yeah. you have Punk and Cody. So that's what I think. I, I feel like that's a route that they may go. And that, and like I said, from a storyline and history standpoint, like it makes sense. Punk was also around when, when Sheamus was there. So, I mean, we, I'm just saying, like they, there yeah. is a lot of history to be shared in that final four. I don't think Gunther is going to make it to the final four or, or Jey Uso. Um, but I just feel like there has to be one SmackDown guy that may not not people may not automatically think of, but I think Sheamus would be that one guy, like you said, that comes back. They push him up there, but because of that scenario, and you know, like I said, Trips love they like they like the booking of that stuff to have some type of a like a, a former team or some type of a alliance or some shit like that in the end anyway. You know, Sammy saying, oh, oh. Oh, wait a second. You're yeah. And that's why I'm like, I'm very intrigued to see Ooh. what happens in the world title picture. Yeah, that match. Because, like, that match like on said, Monday. Because like, mm. Punk and Rollins, like, really, that, that, when we say that there's matches that don't need the title, that seriously does not need the title. No, it doesn't. But it probably does for the sake of the main event. And that's what they want, both Rollins and Punk. They want to main event WrestleMania. That is true. And, you know, that title becomes a factor. Man. I don't know. Uh, it's like, man. You, you can't really do multi man matches. No. I, I hate doing multi man matches for WrestleMania anyway. Yeah. Um, and they're all doing right, one right now for the run. Right. So right. you can't really spam that. So that would be the match. But I don't, I don't know, man. It's. It's a, it's, it's, I'm intrigued. It's like, it's, that should be the night that cashing should happen. Well, no, you well, know, think of it. No, well, to... hold on, hold on, bro. Wait a second. Cause if you really think about it, they didn't, they do this in, um, they did this in 2015. They did this in 2015. Cause remember, it was that triple threat match between Cena, Lesnar, Cena, and Lesnar, Seth Rollins. Rollins. And yeah. Rollins still had the briefcase. That was a multi-man match. And then in Mania, technically, even though it started off as Roman against Brock, then Seth cashed in and then it made it a triple threat. Yeah, that that could happen. You know. You know, I'm I'm just saying it's it's been done before and the results have been pretty damn good. You know, both matches kicked ass. You know, uh, it's so it's possible. I don't know if I don't know, man. I it's that's what I'm talking about. It's like there's so much mystery be in involved in all this stuff, man. It's who knows any and it's almost you have to expect any outcome, regardless of how ridiculous it sounds. You know, you really got to take that into consideration because you just don't know. In the end, uh, it, it's it's just a matter of which one they'll just they're just going to choose. Yeah, but I think the end game. The main important thing to end game when it comes to Mania is going to have to be Punk and, and, and Rollins, Cody and, and Roman. Like that's that's, yeah, that's that has to be it. Like I know they they want to do the Rock thing, but the Rock, like you said, the Rock could do the 
elimination chamber. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's let's just I guess for a lot of people's sake, let's just hope that that's what that's the route they go with that. And um and and also kudos to Jinder Mahal to getting that uh title shot on Monday. Kudos. Hey man, to him, don't man. hinder gender, you know. That's right. Getting the streets talking. You just have to do shit. <laughs> the streets talking, owners like other promoting owners talking. My gosh, man. Like it's ridiculous. I mean, you even got, you know, you even got like that that's Oh, you know what? Fuck it, man. Let me just say a quick thing about it. You know what? I I, I wasn't going to say anything about that 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 rant that he had the other day uh, about gender, man. But you know, a lot of this shit from from that side, from the AEW side, like this. The, you know what? I realized the two biggest sh- flame makers in this thing that like they throw the <laughs> most shit: Tony Khan and Chris Jericho. Those yeah. two guys, they are the most uh, gaslighting, and they just they throw more shit onto the fucking flame, and then they run away, and then they like, oh, and then they point at everybody else, and like they started the fire. They do this yeah. shit all the time. They start the fire, then bitch complain about, oh look, guys, like oh look, there's a fire, and everybody's asking like, where'd that fire come from? And he's like, well, I didn't do it, motherfucker. It's yes, such you a SpongeBob did. Me- it's a SpongeBob meme. Yes, he's yes. on a wonder poster. This he's looking yes, at. Yes, yes. Like, yeah, man. They, especially in Tony's case, like no. he would try to talk a big game, and then when he's getting his ass stomped out in the ratings, where there's a signing that doesn't go his way, or if a talent jumps from his promotion to WWE and is looked better, yeah, he starts playing victim, right? You know, and he start doing what about isms and. All this carny bullshit that does not work in 2024. You know, where, you know, the, the WWE itself has become publicly traded. They run as a corporation. Right. Because it is a corporation. AEW should be a corporation because they are working with other corporate investors or at least working with a media conglomerate yeah. that is. I don't know, probably looking towards other options now, you know, because. Yeah, it could be, could be. They, yep. they, they feel alienated with just the behavior that, you know, this dude is portraying online. And then you have Chris Jericho, which by all, all, um, by all accounts, we knew he was a piece of shit. Yeah. He shows it every time that he's on online. And, you know, and the fact that, you know, we already know about his wife. We yeah. know about his alcoholism. We know about, you know, the alleged um, affairs that he's had to the point that he apologized to his wife on Instagram. You know, we, we, and now we're, we're, we're just getting to the darker stuff with him. And, you know, it, even though Nick Houseman, he didn't refer to Kylie Ray by name. Are you know even brought her up? The fact that she had heart emojis and liked posts on Twitter, you know, relating to the the proposed incident that led to her departure from yeah. AEW, 
Yeah. It shows that there's smoke to that fire, man. There's yeah. something there. Yeah, it has and, to be, man. And, and for Jericho to get booed at the World's End event and then go into hiding the next week, only to return with his D music playing the hook. <laughs> so the crowd, so they, they could drown out the booze and with the crowd trying to sing along to it. Oh my God. It's embarrassing, man. It's embarrassing. Like this dude, again, they will, they will talk up this shit and talk about, you know, Fence doing this, Eric Bischoff doing that, but they're not, but they are avoiding the shit that is happening in their own home. You know, and that's the stuff that people do not like about Tony no. Khan. That's the stuff people do not like about AEW. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's... And it really sucks that why it's... Like, dude, it's not a good thing when we have to talk about your damn tweets and not your product. I'm so, it, Yeah, no, one, no one's giving a shit about this anniversary show. I mean, the Young Bucks are back, but what... Did it wherever going? And he inserted himself into the staying retirement, you know, tour. So it, it's 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 all bad. It's it's rough, man. And Sting, I don't even know if he's going to make it to Revolution. This is I don't know, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. That that's that's my answer. Anybody asks me anything about them about AEW, my answer is I don't know. I really don't know. Um, you know, like I said, I have my favorites over there, but um, outside of that, I, 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 I don't know what to say about the man. But it, it's, um, it's not a good look, and I, I really feel like what's going to wind up happening is that it's going to cause so many people to watch <laughs> out of spite. Um, that 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 Jinder Mahal, um, Seth Rollins match, yeah. You know, but it's but it is going to be whatever however that match ends, it's really going to give really uh, much of a I think of a clearer picture of the direction of where um, the next thing that's going to happen for Seth Rollins, um, either whether if it's a cash in by Damien Priest or um, or something else I don't know who knows uh, what's in store but it it. it, it Two weeks away, that that's kind of too close to try to rush a match for him to be on the card on a Royal Rumble card. Uh, it's not important. It's not impossible. I mean, it's very possible, but it's just just mm-hmm. don't know who and how. You know, yeah. how, how, what would they how, and whoever this person is, what is it between those two that would give a person within a two weeks' notice to want to be invested into this match? Um, so I don't know. I don't know what 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 they have in store man but this is interesting with these um these title defenses does somebody come out during that match that we're not thinking about that's supposed to debut or something like that like what like what because as we see we see with tko they don't care man they'll 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 do a big reveal on on, on a raw you know if it's something that's going to make people want to buy into watching the Royal Rumble even more, even though it sells it, the, the the match itself sells itself. Like if you're gonna get like if that's their goal, it's I don't know. I'm I'm excited about it though. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, about I, it. I, I, it's just so interesting seeing what's what's about to transpire in the next three months. Yeah, you know, because it, we, we see the potential of it could go fucking amazing. It could be amazing, and I think that's what really that's what builds up the anticipations that like they could really like they they could really do some fun, wild, great shit. You know that. We may not even have any clue about it may not even be crossing our minds right now for all we know. And once it gets revealed to us and then it's like, holy shit, like this is amazing. But I will say this before we get out of here. I know we kind of overran um, what I've seen of Jade uh, on social media of whatever, you know, training sessions that she's been having over in Orlando, man. She's gonna be great. She's gonna be looking like a million bucks, man. When once she's finally in that ring, and, and you know all this doubts and their worries about oh, when she's gonna star, when she's gonna debut, and all this other stuff, like I think she's gonna wind up really surprising a lot of people and shutting up a lot of people. Also, um, in the end, man, I just had that gut feeling. So, um. That's um that's another part of our rumble. I'm just waiting for I don't think if they're smart, they don't announce her. Let her just debut. But I don't know. How, yeah. If it was me, don't announce her being in the rumble beforehand. Let her be a surprise entrance, like an actual surprise. I feel like we're going to get a number of those for that rumble. I I'm I'm unsure if she is gonna be in the rumble though. Uh but she is looking good in training. Yeah. I mean, but you know, she ain't got to do much in the, rum- in the rumble. Remember that. So that's true. You know that that's that's why I always said that's the perfect match for her because it allows her to get she could get her little power moves or whatever out the way. Maybe a little small little extra move that nobody expected her to do. You know, do that. Boom, and you know, just get that stuff out the way, and then every and just just complete the match and get her a couple eliminations. Maybe have a face to face with. Somebody like a Nia Jax or something like that. And, you know, then she'll wind up getting eliminated and have a, but she'll have a strong showing. At least that's, that's the blueprint. I think they should go, but I'm not a writer over there though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't know, but, uh, but anyway, man, but, uh, but definitely we, uh, it's, and there was a lot more stuff that we wish we could go over, but it's been too long. There's a lot of stuff that I'm pretty sure by the time we post this, probably some other coach is going to be let go for all we know. So or yeah. somebody be traded. So <laughs> we just have that type of effect on the sports world. But uh, as always, you can find us on all streaming platforms, um, apps. Um, you talk about Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Um, we're on the Family Podcast Network, thefamilypn.com. Um, Find me, Moby Knowing, Chris, it's rappers and mm-hmm. actors, um, NW Bard Podcast on um on Twitter, No Words Bardcast on Instagram. Um again, uh shout out to uh definitely Family Podcast Network. Um and and listen, man, this is twenty twenty four fun year this is gonna be, man. Um I think it's going to be so a lot of. I feel like we're going to hit some milestones this 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 calendar year. Um, I'm excited 
on the possibilities of the, the, and, and, and just everything that um that I think is gonna that's gonna happen this year uh for us in this show. So um I'm yes. excited, bro. Uh I, I I think this is um this is one of the more uh exciting road to WrestleMania's in recent time in recent memory. Um you know and that's that's great and I hope it keeps on going. Uh but it uh this this is gonna be a wild ride. So buckle up. It's it's gonna get crazy, man. Within the next uh two weeks. By the time the next episode, there's gonna be a lot of answers uh to uh, to questions that, that we've been asking for sure. So um once again, y'all be safe. Please stay warm out there. Um of course Yeah, man, it's brick over here, man. Yeah, man. It's gonna be a big chill. It's gonna be a big chill out there. The mornings are cold, but the afternoons are good. So. Yes. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. All right, y'all. Y'all peace out. Take care. Until next time. Peace.